Hey, Paula. Hi. Am I a number eight hit in the United States Billboard Hot 100 in the year 1990 uh, as performed by George Michael? Because what? I'm Freedom 90, baby. Yeah. I got a negative COVID test. And it only took you 23 weeks. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm a full year older. Uh, no. So, folks, I know I mentioned this uh, a couple weeks ago that I had tested positive for COVID and was recovering from that. And that was part and it was of the- from all the spitting parties you were going to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing is, like, uh, like liquor's going to lick. So yeah. yeah, Josh was just walking Christ. down the street going spit in my mouth. <laughs> oh. Eh. That that is gross to me, but no kink, no shame. Um, I uh yeah, being very good, uh limiting social interaction, wearing a mask all the time outdoors, um, and still happened, but I'm feeling so much better now, and I had been feeling better for a couple of weeks, but I had been getting indeterminate tests and things like that, and I now have a negative test, so uh, I'm allowed to go outside again. Yay! Uh, you know, and I go outside, and uh, I'm only allowed to go outside within the constraints of, like, it's still a pandemic, I'm still wearing a mask, I'm still socially distancing and things sure. like that, but it is a big win to be able to go into a Walgreens and buy yeah. something when you need something, not having to text people being like, who can get me this? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Or pay the upcharge of like Instacart to go spend three hours to find Flonase for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you couldn't even go on like a walk around the park by yourself. Right. You were inside. I was indoors, indoors, keeping to myself. The most I basically did was like, I'll sit on my porch. Yeah. Yeah. So very excited. I will say got a little bit too emotional in a way that I wasn't expecting when I walked over to Walgreens, which was the first place I went during the day uh, that I went inside of a building. Did you cry? I don't. I. It was the feeling of like, you're you know, when you like where you like touch your face and you're like, why is it wet? Yeah. Because you're just smiling and you're like, I didn't realize I was emotional, but I like think this birth of a child yeah, yeah 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 or like you know being uh rightfully exonerated after a long and arduous trial where uh someone where i was framed for the murder of my family yes yeah <laughs> that kind of emotion yeah exactly but you know i needed to pick up uh some allergy meds and some aluminum foil so it's the same thing same yeah, same, same kind of energy um well josh i'm glad you're feeling better I appreciate that. I think the main thing is just everyone, like, continue to be safe. Continue to be safe. We assume that our listeners are conscientious and empathetic. Um, but if you're not, and even if you are, uh, keep being safe. Keep wearing a mask. Keep distancing. Uh, because this thing is incredibly contagious, um, along with all the other crises that are going on in the world. You know what? I had my first run in with somebody I know low key finding out she's a conspiracy theorist about this. Oh no. Yeah. It was like, um, she's like posting on Instagram, like regular stuff, you know, sure. pictures of like, and I don't know her well, but like, I know her. She's posting on Instagram stories like, here's my cat, here's the sunset, you know, regular stuff. And then all of a sudden there was a big long text post about like, the government is trying to warp your brains. This is a lie. Like, COVID oh, is no. real. Like, it was like, 
what is this? Oh, and then the good. next post was back to cat stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. It was very surreal. Like I had to read it three or four times. Cause I was like, this is not. Is it, this is either satire that doesn't work. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. Welcome to being earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here to talk about the sincere and earnest topics of the day. Yeehaw. <laughs> We're not doing another yeehaw episode, Paula. Yeehaw. Um, Josh, what's our topic? Bones. Bones. Yeah. Give me your bones. Good bones. Good bones. You know, they always say that in with houses. Like, oh, yeah. this old house has good bones. You yeah. know, on uh, this old house, the PBS show about a bunch of New England guys all with the same name, Bob. Or on uh, the network that is exclusively about homes. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, I prefer the the 1970s PBS local access New England show. Sure. This old house. Sure. Oh, I'm familiar. Um, I guess my question is, do you think there are bones in some of those old houses? I think every house has bones in it. Every old house. Every old house has bones somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And every new house is probably on top of some like ancient pioneer burial ground or something mm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what if the secret ingredient to uh i know that like architects have figured out a lot of really amazing ways to make structures stay upright right so you know wood yes yeah, sh- <laughs> steel yeah steel. all these kinds of things and like you know even in earthquakes to react to that chicago is famous for raising the city and figuring out how to make skyscrapers in the first place especially on marshy land all this kind of stuff what if the secret ingredient is just sprinkle in a little bit of bone a little bit of bone juice <laughs> yeah it's the thing that's the it's the polymer that uh that holds the steel together i mean bones are obviously strong uh, sorry, I don't mean to get real full-on scientist here. I famously have a few <laughs> degrees in science, but bone strong. Yeah, for sure. Especially if drink milk. Right. Bone strong, drink milk. Wood, weak. No, don't drink milk. Drink houses, sap. Houses should be made of bones. <laughs> Obvious. Can you imagine how ominous that would be and how many people's bones you would need to build a house? Um... It it does make me think we're getting so dark immediately. We're obviously yeah. at that point in the pandemic where we're like, fuck this. What if you built homes out of dead bodies? Yeah. Well, <laughs> in this Mad, Mad Max reality, we're the bonies. You know, but we're talking about this. We're laughing. And it occurred to me that that's what they low-key used to do. France was like, hey, we're going to build a catacomb. It's going to be made entirely of bones. Yeah. They did that in Italy, like all over the place in ancient times because everyone in the past was a freak. They they kept being like, should we hide the bones? No, we should make a tunnel from them. <laughs> so here's the take that I'll take on this uh, is um, I think that everyone in the past was a hoarder mm. because most people economically in the past didn't have anything, right? Sure. No, I mean, they had like a couple of rocks and a rotten potato. I'm sure. Irish. So that was just my family. Sure, 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 sure. Um, so with the catacombs, 
I think what's happening there is they're looking at it and they're like, I really don't want to bury this in the ground in a way that I can't see it because this is my brother, Rolf. But I also can't just have this lying around the house. Like, Rolf is dead. So why don't I just add him to our bone tunnel that we've created? And I can always visit Rolf when I need to. I, you know, I really would love to be there for the pitch meeting for the catacombs. Like, because it was by monks. Sure. Right? Like Catholic monks? Well, yeah, it's like all the dead bones of the Catholic monks who were from that monastery. There has to have been one of the monks, because Paris in the day was like just a sea of bones. Bones everywhere. And then somebody had to have been like, hey, what should we, what should we do with all these bones? And another guy went, (laughs) I've got an idea. Bone appetite, am I right? <laughs> and then people pay money to go walk through them. Yeah, yeah. Um, no thanks. What if the pitch was like a... Uh, you know the tunnel of love? We, 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 we are going to kiss on the mouth and we'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. (laughs) And so, uh, I assume, um, I assume everyone in France speaks the same level that I do. Like they all speak like two college classes in it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're not not speaking like full sentences. It's like a lot of like them talking and then them pointing out that the sky is blue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like only maybe a couple conjugations on the verbs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're just constantly saying, I am good. What's your name? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But yeah, what if like, just because everyone in the past was freaky, they were like, oh man, I really want to get one of our patented Frankish smooches, which is what they called French kissing back in the day yeah. uh, before France was a nation state. Um, and so they've got a crush on, I don't know. Bones. M- Mary. And they're like, I just want to get some kisses from Marie, but where? how can I do it? Oh, we have the bone tunnel. That also sounds like they're going to bone <laughs> if they're in the tunnel, which is a very different... Up into a hole. Literally. You know, did everybody go along with it? Was everybody like, yeah, that's a good idea. We should make little pictures in the tunnel out of bones. Yeah. Think, like this one guy just had like, he just was so passionate and he had such a vision that everyone's like, well, maybe it won't be that weird. And then it got done and they were like, shit. This is weird. Well, maybe it's a um, situation where it's become a word, but it really was a proper noun first. Like it's it's like Catherine A. Comb. And so it was like a cat A. Comb, like Kleenex. But mm-hmm. then it's just like they made so many of them that they were just called catacombs now. But it was like an art piece by this one individual. Mm. No thank you to that person, I say. <laughs> Bones belong were, where I can't see them. Well, they were like Chihuly, just in their own time. Everyone, you know, you do. What the, is a Chihuly? Chihuly, it's like a, it's like he's a, he's an artist who glows, who blows glass, and it looks like big monsters. I can't believe you are coming onto this podcast with the energy of dropping the name of a glass blower and then being weirded out that I don't know the name of this glass blower. He's like the most famous glass blower that's living right okay, now. But that's, that's not okay. saying anything. <laughs> There's like four of them. <laughs> that's why he's so famous. Um, 
Paula, can we go back to a sentence you just said, which is bones are best where I can't see them? Yes. I could not agree more with that statement. I don't want to see a bone. I don't need to see it. I, I want to see a dinosaur bone, and that's it. You know that they actually um, got a dinosaur wrong. What? I can't remember which one it is. Um, and okay. I refuse to look it up, and we already had a dinosaur episode. But- Stegosaurus. But it's like it's like a, it's like brontosauruses don't exist. They basically took the back of one type of uh, dinosaur and thought it went with the front. They basically just mashed together like a Frankenstein kind of situation. They're like this is one dinosaur, and then they looked at it again a couple years ago, and they're like, "This is not one dinosaur." Not one. <laughs> um, that's very fun, and I hope the ghost of those dinosaurs are walking around the museum, being like, "This is embarrassing." <laughs> They think that tail goes with this head. Freaking dum-dums. Dum-dums. Which opens up a hypothetical I'd like to ask you, Paula. Sure. Which oh, is... A hypothetical? I know. Uh, let's say you... And I'm not saying I want this to happen, but you meet your untimely demise, unfortunately. Gosh! I know, I know. Well, it's kind of weird because I don't actually have the ability to die. Mm, okay, well, let's... I this why. For that. It's why it's a hypothetical. Um, so your bones, we take your bones, but you get the ability to. Why do you have my bones in this situation? It's in your will. We've gone through this. We had a whole meeting with our lawyers last week. And I gave you my bones. Yeah, well, what you wanted to do, if I could finish the hypothetical, is that you said, I want to be buried where my top half is me, my bones, and my bottom half is another animal's bones. Just to freak out, to freak out archaeologists. Yeah, in the future. Yeah. Which, which animal would you want to freak out future archaeologists with and pretend like some part of your body is an animal? I mean, a fish or a horse are kind of the two big options. Because <laughs> a fish is like mermaid, a horse is like centaur girl. Mm-hmm. But why are we getting normal with it? I would love to be the happy. two classic teen girl obsessions: centaurs mermaids and centaurs. I would. I think I would pick a big duck. <laughs> big duck on the bottom half, like your Daffy Duck in it, or like, do you have a bill? Is it kind of like fifty percent is spread throughout? I want the bill on my stomach. Oh, interesting. Like, play- like, why? Like, let's screw this up a lot. I guess if we're playing God, then yeah, yeah. Yeah. What would you pick? I think I would want almost everything to be human, mm-hmm. but then like a couple flourishes that make it look like I'm a missing link mm. in some way, like just like a half tail, but also like one. flippers on the feet, and they're like, did he emerge from the ocean? That's Could he crazy. climb trees? We don't know a lot about this little thing. Or just like little things like my rib cage is a bear's rib cage. And they're like, how would this one be supported? Is. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like one leg is a bear leg and one isn't. And they're like, how did this evolve? Or did he cut off his own leg and attach a bear leg? Yeah, I think the thing is, like, in the future, everyone in the past is dumb, and everyone in the future is going to be smarter than us. Sure. So you think you're pulling one over on them, but they would do that and be like, okay, well, look at this freak. Thought he could trick us. 
They're going to know the answers to everything. <laughs> um, Josh, have you ever broken a bone? So, unclear. Mm. So, I have never officially, like, had to go to the hospital or a doctor and, like, because I broke a bone. Because I'm a wimp and I generally and I don't like to get hurt. You've duct taped your body together so the bones cannot. The d- bones are all duct taped together. Yeah, right. Exactly. I actually had invasive surgery. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tapasaurus. Tapi anatomy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tapia. Osteotapology is the field of study. I, But it's been a... Not that the pandemic hasn't been kind of a lot, but like the past six weeks have also personally on a very personal level been a lot because right before I got sick, I just bonked the absolute bejesus out of one of my bit little toes Mm. and it got so purple and I had to do the like buddy tape thing where you like tape it to the, the toe next to it. And it got mostly better within like a week or two, but I still have, you know, when I've been now that I'm feeling better and I'm working out a little bit more, like it's still like barks a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, so the problem is it was a pandemic. I didn't want to go to the doctor to check if I broke my toe. And the thing that they would have told me is like the same treatment you would do for if you didn't break your toe, which is tape it up to say, yep, tape it up. Yeah, exactly. So I would, my answer to that is a resounding maybe. Okay. Uh, How about you, Paula? I've broken many bones. Interesting. Uh, The two notable ones are, uh, there was a day last winter. If you're not from Chicago, we have this thing called horrible winter. (laughs) And uh, the the streets, (laughs) the sidewalks were covered in ice. Mm -hmm. Covered in ice. Um, So it was like a really bad day and I was going to work. And I was making an Instagram video inside in my stairwell and I fell down the stairs and I broke my ankle. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. I was, in a, I was in a big boot for a long time. Um, fractured, I remember that. Yeah, fractured. Uh, the, I broke the same ankle three times. Oh my God. So that was one of them. I broke another, I was making a documentary about cat shows and I was walking backwards with the camera and I tripped. Um, and when I was in college, completely sober. It's going to sound like a drunk story. It was not completely sober. I rolled out of my bunk bed in the middle of the night and I fractured a rib. Oh my God. I've heard that's incredibly painful. Yes, it is. It is. And it's one of those things that's like, it hurts so bad and they have to do, um, an x-ray like your ribs because if it's, if something's wrong, it can get your organs. Yeah. It could puncture them. When they find out that, um, when they find out that you fractured a rib, they go, dang, no treatment. <laughs> oh, you just waited out. You just waited out. Yeah. So I'm a little bone monster. Oh. But I do have a weak ankle. And it doesn't do anything, uh, it doesn't do anything useful. Like I can't tell the weather from the ankle. I would love if it was like my trick ankle is telling me it's gonna rain. But I mean, Yeah, sure. Sure, no sure, 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 sure. Yeah, or um, not to bring this up yet again, but you know in like a rookie of the year situation uh, because you've broken your ankle. Once you've broken your ankle, you become uh, an amazing soccer player. But then once it yeah. heals it, uh, you lose the ability to bend it like Beckham. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. The only cute fun trick it does is it sometimes still gives out while I'm walking. No oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Well, you know, you were about to sign that four year max contract, but I you know, know. If, you, if you can't, if, you know, it's really hard to do a jump shot if you can't jump. Paula, yeah. if let's say when you hurt your ribs, you had to do a full ribectomy and they had to give you a new pair of ribs and they you had did. your, yeah. So, so with the old ribs, yeah. You think if you had the right mallets and the right amount of skill, you could play it like a xylophone? Like they do in the movies? Yeah. 100%. Mm. Mm. 100%. I don't think it would sound quite as crystal clear. Sure. But I think it would sound pretty good. Yeah, it feels like that could be a, a side gig where you could work with a Philharmonic Orchestra for their um uh like for their spooky Halloween concert. Spooky. Or how fun would it be if all xylophones were shaped like rib cages? Like we were in the Flintstones. <laughs> and all of our cars were foot powered and yeah. we got to slide down a dinosaur. Can you imagine? That's one thing they don't really talk about in the Flintstones is the the everybody had to have had absolutely ripped calves and feet. Oh yeah. Like, just disgusting bulging foot muscles. Oh yeah, and just calluses for days. Like a yes. full like a full sandal of calluses, a full yes. inch like yes. that you could pump up like it was a like yeah. a Jordan. And and they're I mean they had to have been so veiny. Oh yeah. Like just like absolutely like bodybuilder style calves and below. Yeah. Also I mean, because never saw that. there's not a lot of food. So theoretically all of them are just all lean muscle. Oh yeah. And like 3% body fat. You know, you could just, they could just be kicking asses all day long. It would just take one kick. It's actually the opposite of those like guys who only go for the vanity muscles in the gym where you're like big buff top, tiny noodle legs. Um, it's the opposite. It's just like, just an absolute dump truck that back there yeah. from like just all the squats and running and things like that. And then up top, they're like, hello, my name is Kevin. You heard the Flintstones and the first name you thought of was Kevin. Yeah. Kevin Flintstone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It's a new, it's a new cool Flintstone for a new generation. Paula. Hi, I'm the punk rock neighbor, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can we talk just for a quick second? I know we did an entire dinosaurs episode, but how much would it suck to be the dinosaur that had to be the record player? Uh, the like needle. Yeah. Like your whole job is sitting there and just getting your face pushed into a vinyl. Look, none of those dinosaurs had it easy, bud. It's true. The shower the ones. I mean, you just had to watch these naked people. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, were they unionized? The dinosaurs? Yeah. Well, they did constantly say stuff like, it's a living. Right, exactly. So theoretically, they're getting paid in what? Yeah, yeah rocks. Do they have workers' rights? Do they get to take a like a Union 15? Well, you know, um, the Dinosaur Union is actually the reason we have weekends. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Thank goodness for those trailblazers. Um, Josh, wheeling the car away from human bones, a disgusting topic that I never want to think of again. Sure. I would love to talk oh. about the most important thing in the world. Doggies. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, Paula, I'm so sorry. Can I just grab the wheel and just for one lane, come yeah. back over? Didn't you last year go to an oddity shop and buy a human bone? Am I remembering that correctly? Uh, no. Okay. So I do have, um, hmm. 
I do really like oddity shops. Um, I do have, if you were to come over, um, which you can't right now, but you know, one day, uh, your address is beep. I do have several, uh, models of teeth. Um, but those are like from the dentist, like they're not human teeth. And I have, um, I have like a beaver skull, uh, so I have a couple mm. animal things, but I do not fuck with human <laughs> remains. Absolutely not. Cool. Now, what you are thinking of is this scenario. I want to be really clear. I would never have human remains in my house. Number one, I feel like it's kind of disrespectful. And number two, I already have a ghost in this apartment. I'm not looking for more. <laughs> sure. Occupancy full. I have enough. Okay. I did go to this like oddities flea market in Chicago. It was super cool. It was just like all these like weird curiosity shops like came. Um, and there was a bucket there, a bucket of finger bones, human finger bones, real. Your tarsals, your metatarsals. You tell me how much you think a human finger bone sells for. And don't try to get cute with this. Tell me what you think a human finger bone would sell for. Adult? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we think. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't the whole bone, so it didn't look it's like just each of the joints. Yeah. Kind of just yeah. pieces of the bone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, somewhere between $15 and $30. Three bucks a bone. That's a pretty good deal. No, exactly. I... I'm not here looking for finger bones. Again, sure. I said, I'm not messing in the human remains category. But when I saw that, I'll be like, I was like, I'll be damned if that's not a great deal for finger bones. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not out here looking to buy. Sure. But if someone was, this is the place to do it. That's yeah. a deal. Yeah. And also at a certain point, you know how people um, use like read tea leaves and things like that? Yeah. Reading bones is also a traditional, like, oracle kind of thing. So if you could tell me that it was $3 for these bones and I'm going to know the future if I buy a set of five. And a set of five is going to cost you $15. I mean, again, I For knowing the results of various future events. I'm not saying. It's the same thing as, like, if you told me, like, hey, that huge yacht is $5,000. I'd go, I'm not in the market for a yacht. I don't have $5,000. I can still tell you that seems like a hell of a deal. This is our new segment brought to us by Paula, which is now that's a deal. Where, that's a deal. Where we point out things that we wouldn't buy. But if that's your bag, you should buy them. If that's your bag, that's a steal on human bones. And I'll tell you what, as a human... I would find it disrespectful if they were selling my fingers for three bucks a bone. Mm. These little things can play some songs on piano. Not a lot. <laughs> I want at least seven fifty for each of my little piggies. I mean, that is absolutely wild. It is. So, yeah. I mean, and I, I'll tell you what, I posted a picture on my Instagram, probably where you're remembering it from. Mm -hmm. I said, doesn't this seem like an amazing deal for bones? And all these people messaged me saying, no, too expensive for bones. That's wrong. Huh. <laughs> How much do you think the um, bones from, like, did you ever have to dissect owl pellets in elementary mm -hmm. school? Yeah. 
I, was, I, t- I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a doctor. I took a gnat and fizz. I took like a, I've had to dissect cats and all that stuff. Yeah. And the like fetal pigs I, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But full on cats hit by a car that they shoveled in a bag and just and, put a lot of formaldehyde in yes. there. And as it turns out, I just like the show Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I did not want to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about dog bones. Sure. And you had a question. You know, I can't really tell you what it was, but I'm assuming it was really good. <laughs> Do dogs actually chew bones? Yeah, for sure. Do they? Yeah, I mean, when I had Theo a couple weeks ago, I was fostering a dog named Theo. He was amazing. Uh, big moo cow. Absolute A-plus snuggler. Um, and then I got sick. Uh, but Theo would not play with any toys except for the, like, the rawhide bone that I got him. So he's actually into bones. Oh, yeah. The only thing he wanted was bones and to chew on it and figure out and get the marrow bone out of the inside of it and things like that. And it is a thing that like from everything I've read and all the rescues that I've I've talked to, um, I fostered through One Tail at a Time, amazing organization here in Chicago um, doing their no kill shelter. um, And they're just absolutely killing it in the pandemic. Check out their stuff and support them. Yeah. Anyway, one of the things that they always talk about is like ways for dogs to decompress. Like up chewing on a bone is literally like a way to let out energy, let out stress, things like that. Kind of like dogs. a meditation for them. Yeah, or like a uh yeah, or like a yoga kind of situation. So when you bought the bone, how much did that bone cost? Great question. I went to the local pet store that is on Damon. Paula, what's their name? Four legs. Something four like- legs, four legs. If you're in Chicago, it is the best pet store in Chicago. Yes. I, I love them. They're so nice. Yes. And they were amazing. I got a couple of toys because you can't get uh, plush toys right now. You can't for the foster system. Like it's too much uh, chance of COVID. Um, so I bought a couple toys and I bought a bone just to figure out because like Theo was coming in from uh, like he hadn't had a foster yet. So I yeah. wanted to get him like one of everything just to see what see he, he was like. interested in. Um, and they were amazing and like threw in some extra like jerky stick kind of things Aww. or like bully sticks. Um, yeah. but I think that marrow bone was like seven dollars, fifteen dollars. More expensive than a human finger. Well, it was also like a full bone, Still. like like eight Still. to twelve inches long, as opposed to like Still. a human finger, which is like three inches. Still. Two See, inches, one inch. My my uh my main interaction with a dog is Simon, our family dog. Sure. Simon, uh, for, for listeners who do not know is a perfect angel. He is a nine pound Maltese. He does insist on wearing a shirt at all times. (laughs) Uh, he can't eat protein because he ate grapes once and it ruined his kidneys. His, uh, his like treats is like a little bit of frozen banana. And like a spoonful of pumpkin. And so, uh, and he's, you know, absolutely the best, absolutely the prissiest little dog. Sure. Like doesn't, doesn't like to be cold. Doesn't like to be wet. Doesn't like to be hot. I absolutely love this dog so much. This sounds very similar to me as a dog. I I do. I I do insist on wearing a shirt. You do. And it's weird. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but that's my only, like, that's how I understand dogs. And I feel like sure. he's not a very good example of that. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, dogs going crazy when they see a green bean. 
<laughs> a single solitary green bean. You know dogs making my mom turn on a heated blanket so he could lay on it even in the middle of summer. <laughs> it's like it would be like as if uh the only um the only human being that you know was like a little prince. Yeah, sure. Sure, 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 sure. sure. That's how they're all like. Yeah. And Simon would never touch a bone. He would be like, that's tacky. It's disgusting. I'm not doing it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Me, a bone. How do it's been done. <laughs> Don't you have caviar? Yeah. <laughs> or a single bean. <laughs> I'll take either. So Paula, I don't want to go blue here, but I'm gonna. So folks, if you're if you have small children listening to this podcast, um, let them listen. Let <laughs> it's that's a hard world out there. Now's, uh, the, now's our segment. Josh gives your kids the birds and the bee talk. Suck, yeah, no, but um, birds and the bee, one singular bee. Yeah, and a lot of birds. It's about polyamory. <laughs> um. Paula, why do we call it a boner? There's no bones in in there that I'm aware of. Josh, maybe you should save this for your other podcast. Being nasty with Josh. <laughs> Get, getting nasty with Josh Linden. <laughs> Gross. I don't like that at all. Ew. I would say um, I hear your question and I respond by saying, if you had to have your bones made out of a type of food, what kind of food would you pick? <laughs> Um, just to clarify in this game, it is forever and I get one choice. One choice. Mm. And I am forced to choose. Yeah. You can't just be like, no. Got it. A, a witch has me at gunpoint. One point. Well, at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Gun. Um, okay. Well, the gun would be just as effective as a wand. Sure. Um, uh, Okay. So here's my thinking. My first initial reaction was mashed potatoes. Not a great structural. I'm sorry. That's the worst answer. (laughs) I know. So it was the first thing that came into my head. But then I was like, I'll just be mush boy at that point. Yeah, you would just collapse. Yeah. um, Here's what I'm thinking. Carrots. Why? Structurally pretty sound. Come. Long shelf life. Okay. So it's not like, because here's the problem. If your bones start turned into a food, you have to be worried about the expiration date of that food. That's true. That's true. Um, also, uh, I would think that through osmosis at a certain point, they say that when you eat carrots, it makes your eyesight better. Maybe I'll just have supervision and, and I won't have to wear glasses anymore uh, because uh, the carrots will just do all the work for me. All right. Not a bad answer. Yeah, thank you. I could also just be like, what's up, Doc? And point at my arm and people will be like, Everyone what? Will be like, well, we don't really understand because we can't see through your skin. And I'll be like, but if you could see through my skin, there are be- carrot. I have carrots instead of bones. And there's yeah. like, isn't that uncomfortable? And you're like, sometimes, but I promise it's true. And they're like, you're pulling my leg. And then we go to uh, the doctor and we get an x-ray and they're like, wow, that really is a carrot. And we're like, yeah. Day, every day. The doctor says, quit coming here. I have a high deductible plan. <laughs> ground yeah paula what uh food would your bones be you know i think my i think my gut reaction is you know when you were a kid and you would go trick-or-treating on halloween Mm -hmm. and you would get those horrible uh mary jane taffies yes like they were those uh they were very very hard taffies and you've never seen them for sale in a store but yet somehow people found them i think those 
couple of reasons. Number one, yeah. very strong. Number two, never gets old. Number three, no one would ever want to eat me. <laughs> and if someone wanted to eat you, you'd be like potentially a little bit pliable. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I yoga. I am posting um, an Imaptua thing real fast. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's going to get this one in time. That's okay. But... I'm also deeply hungover, so I may not have a ton of time to. Yeah. I am to a point where I may need to lie down. Yeah. Let's 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 finish up. Um. Okay. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's gonna do it for us. Thank you, as always, for tuning in for another week. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate you all. Um, this is um, honestly a highlight of my week, being able to talk with Paula and create and be goofy. And hopefully it's a highlight for you when it goes uh, in your ears. Um, and my highlight of the week is when I get to go to the grocery store. <laughs> And also this. Yay. Um, if it is a highlight for you and you haven't written a review yet, it would just make us feel so excited inside. Like legitimately, whenever we get a new review, Paula and I take a screenshot and text each other back and forth. Yes. And I also realize that like it's so easy to like not take the time to do it. I understand like being like, that's going to take time. But I promise it takes 30 seconds and Josh and I really do love it. Yes. Yes. It really makes us happy. Also, if you're liking the podcast and you have written a review, or even if you haven't, and you have a friend who you think might like the podcast, um, just suggest your favorite episode. Um, pick it out, send it to them unannounced. Um, and Say, then this, you son of a gun. Yeah. And then threaten them until they do it. Yeah. Um, and I should say that I, uh, we, are officially opening up to sponsors. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we are. Uh, so um, that is coming up. But if, if you or you know someone who would be interested in sponsoring, um, in getting an ad on the podcast, reach out to us at beingearnestpod at gmail.com and we can hook you up with the information for that. Yeah. Or just, you know, DM us at beingearnestpod on any social media. Yes. Josh, do you have an earnest moment? Um, yeah, I think just very quickly, um, I, when I was able to get out of my sci-fi self-isolation and quarantine this week, I went back outside and I took a socially distant walk and sat in the park with my friend Jared and it was really lovely. Um, and we were walking around, uh, on Friday evening and I said, unironically out loud, has it always been this loud outside? Just like a moment of like, like I was a time traveler and Jared had picked me up from the past and was like, we need you to save the United States of America. And I'm like, hold that thought. It feels loud. Yeah, well, it's really loud outside. Like it wasn't this loud in my time, <laughs> the founding <laughs> of America. Metal thing with wheels. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. Just uh, what's the hustle and bustle of the big city? 
Yes. The music of the city? Well, what is this? Uh -huh. It's invigorating yet scary. Um, my highlight, my that's a really good one, Josh. Thank you. Um, mine is I uh I took a little social distance uh trip to meet my friend's new puppy outside. Woo! And his name is Wally. Tess, Very good, Tess, good puppy name. My friends Tess and Ben got a new puppy named Wally, and he's a miniature Bernie Doodle. And he looks like a tiny little bear. And I love him so much. And I brought him a little, a couple little presents, like a little, little toys. And he just immediately latched onto the squeaky taco. And I was like, I feel as though, like, I feel so happy that he selected my toy. Yeah. That he would deign to select your toy. Yes. And I'm sure your friends are super excited about all that squeaking. I know. I'm a, <laughs> oops. My par my parents had a rule that whenever they bought uh we like if I was going to another friend's birthday party as a little kid, they would never buy a gift for the other kid that had noise because yeah. they're like we've been there. Yeah, that's probably very nice. <laughs> but it's different with dogs with the little squeakers and the little mouths. Yeah, they need whatever you like. Kill that little fish. Yeah, the little taco. Eat the whole thing. Yeah. As always, we want to thank Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. She's a great follow on Instagram. You can find her at at rbcruiser. And our buddy Dylan Dutch for our wonderful theme song. He can also make your theme song. Uh, and you can follow him on Twitter at at Dylan Dutch, D-O-E-T-C-H. And he also has a new puppy too. So great follow. Puppy, puppy alert. And until next week, just remember that the only human bones that we want to see are on the inside. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.